Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free follow the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and polly howard on vsin Welcome in. Good to have you on board here. Mitch and Paul, live downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino here on VSIN. Spent most of the first hour talking about the NFL draft in round number one last night. We'll begin this hour talking NBA as VSIN's senior NBA betting analyst, Jonathan Von Dobel, joins the program. Hey, JVT, what's cracking, man? Nothing much, guys. You know, fun first round yesterday in the NFL draft. Can't wait to see where the, the other two quarterbacks go and keep track of that. And I was kind of upset we only had two, uh, one NBA game last night. But it was a good one. So it was a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if you had the Hawks. Oh, come on. Oh. How do you how do you not cover that game? It, it, just to collapse the way that they did. I mean, good for Boston. Boston, I don't know if you guys have been tracking, like, from January on, their crunch time numbers, right? These games yeah. within five points and five or fewer minutes left to go had really started to represent what they were doing last year. And they were one of the worst clutch time teams last year. And that showed in the NBA finals. So good for them for kind of turning things around, at least when it counted winning that game and getting a cover the opposite of what the, the uh, bucks were able to do. Yeah. And they're here, the series against Miami, but good win for, uh, for Boston, but that sucks for Hawks backers. You should have had that one. Yeah. They are so good shooting the three and have so yep. many guys that can knock it down. But are we getting carried away here now? And certainly, yes, they got the break with Milwaukee. But a $3 series favorite against Philly and a minus 160 to win the conference. So, I, I Paul, I don't think we're actually getting too carried away, especially when it comes to the series price for Philly. I, I'm actually looking to kind of get in and, and lay a couple of games with Ooh, Boston, whether it be right. like one and a half or two and a half. I just I think the matchup is so bad for Philly, guys. If you look in the regular season, right, we know that they lost the first three games Philly did. They failed to cover the first three. And the only game that they won was the last of the regular season where Robert Williams, and Jalen Brown were playing. And it took a 50 point game from Joel Embiid to actually win that thing by, I think, what, one or two points. So it took everything possible. And if you look at the on-court matchups, you know, Philly sacrificed their defense a little bit to put Tyrese Maxey back in the starting lineup to then maximize their offense. And that really works, especially when you're talking about you know, taking on some of these uh, you know, teams that are maybe up against it defensively. And here's the thing. That offense didn't look particularly great against the Brooklyn Nets. And now you get Boston, who's got a bunch of big-bodied wings who can switch multiple matchups. I think that's going to have a tough time against them. And on the flip side, we talked about it, right? You're sacrificing your defense. When you're talking about your primary backcourt pieces, taking on those offensive pieces in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, you kind of run out of matchups to really effectively defend one of those two guys on top of Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon when he gets out there, Derek White. So I think from a matchup perspective, it really works in Boston's favor. And then, of course, the obvious, which is at the very least, 
they have a body they can put on Joel Embiid and feel comfortable matching up with him one-on-one and Robert Williams, right? You don't need to be Brooklyn. You don't need to send doubles. You don't need to send triples. You, you can worry about that and leave it alone. So I think when you look at everything put together, the way the regular season played out, the way that these two teams match up with one another, and honestly, guys, the kind of apathetic way that Philly made their way through Brooklyn, like I get it, they swept them, but uh, some of those games where they looked a little less than enthused, especially those t- those tough starts near the end of the series, I, I think all of that kind of comes together for me looking to at least lay at least one and a half games at about a minus 125 price against them at the very least. Okay, right. so, so lay one and a half, not two and a half. I'm seeing two and a half is plus 140. Well, I, I don't think so yet, but here's the thing. So Paul mentioned the price. This opened up minus 330, and it's you know it's it's getting a little bit cheaper by the day. So I'm going to sit back. If it gets to like plus 155 or plus 150, Mitch, I'd be willing to put a little on it, too. How about Sunday? Knicks $1.50 against Miami. How often does the five-seed have home court here? The garden's going to be rocking. But I, it, I, I there's a couple things here to look at, and I want your thoughts. You know, the Cavs could have been Fugazi. I mean, how bad the Cavs were in that series against the Knicks, especially with two seven-footers. Robinson dominated on the boards. They were plus 30 offensive rebounding, and Mitchell had a horrendous, uh, had a, a bad series. But I can also come back and say uh, this is not Boonholzer. This is Thibodeau. Yeah. So the Struces and the Vincents and these guys are not going to get wide-open looks from three. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think so. We talked about this on, on the podcast the other day, right? So I, I went into the Cavaliers series, Paul, thinking that the Knicks were the side, right? Because I thought they matched up very well. I thought one of the quiet negatives for the Cleveland Cavaliers was that they ended the regular season. I mean, you mentioned their front court. They have still ended the regular season 22nd in defensive rebounding. Yes. Right? Like that's not really great for a team that has the size that they do up front. And so what happens? Well, the New York Knicks come in, they grab nearly 40% of their missed shots. So they dominate them in yeah. that area of the floor and, and they go on and they win the series. So I was kind of surprised about the degree to which the Knicks won the series. But I think winning the series ultimately worked out for them because the matchups on the court worked out so well for them. So now we get here and against Miami. I think the one thing just like that was hanging over the series before it started against Cleveland is the health of Julius Randle. He, of course, aggravates the ankle injury in the closeout game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we don't know how healthy he's going to be going forward. When you're talking about this matchup now with Miami, if Randall cannot go, well, then all of a sudden you're talking about a big physical mismatch. Who in the world is guarding Jimmy Butler when you're talking about Randall not being available? Because every other matchup you're talking about, you're giving up some size to Jimmy Butler. And I thought that Miami went through that season, that series against Milwaukee with some ridiculous, unsustainable shooting numbers, right? Like, you're not shooting over 50% in contested threes again throughout the course of a series. You're not shooting 47% uh, from three overall over the course of a four- or five-game series. And you're not going to do that while generating the fewest amount of wide-open three-point attempts among any playoff team, which is exactly what they did against Milwaukee. However... If you don't have somebody to guard Jimmy Butler, well, everything can flow from there, right? And then you can get Bam Adebayo to bring Mitchell Robinson out a little bit more to help you out in terms of, you know, getting them off the offensive glass. Then you can start to work with Gabe Vincent and Max Cruz. I just think this series might be a little bit tighter than the market's indicating, even at like a minus 150 price. I find myself heavily leaning toward Miami. I haven't gone back because I'm going to go back and watch the games that they played in the regular season, and that's really going to kind of sway me in one direction. But at this point right now, I think that mismatch, <clears throat> excuse me, of Jimmy Butler, especially if Randall's not going to be available, could be enough to push Miami past the Knicks in a really tight series. All right. Have you bet the Suns-Nuggets series at all yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, not yet. I'm waiting. I'm going to bet the Nuggets, though. I'll tell you that much. I want to okay. see where the market's going to go here. I just, uh, guys, and I could be obviously completely wrong about this, but when you watch that series against Los Angeles Clippers, and you're talking about the last four games of that series for the Phoenix Suns, defensive ratings of 120, 120.4, 129 against a late uh, Clippers team that didn't have Kawhi Leonard on the floor, it, like that's, I think, troubling for me. And when you're talking about the rest of the team for Denver and like those role players, I mean, there was no Jamal Murray for the Los Angeles Clippers. You could, you could compare it, I guess, to Russell Westbrook, who averaged in fantastic numbers down the stretch of that series. But Jamal Murray's in fantastic playoff form. They don't really have anybody to sick on him defensively. So I think that's going to cause a lot of problems. And Nikola Jokic, I would favor in a matchup with DeAndre Ayton. And you look at it, guys. One of the things I think that really worries you about Phoenix, look at the minutes load for Kevin Durant and Devin Booker in that series. As you move forward in the postseason, that's going to wear on you. The fact that Kevin Durant had to play over 40 minutes, nearly 40 minutes for Devin Booker in a closeout game against the Clippers, who did not have Kawhi Leonard. That's a very big problem for them. They're extremely thin. It's one of the things we talked about. And you can get past the the Clippers team without their best player and their second best player for the entirety of the series. And that works for you. But at the same time, now you're talking about taking on Denver, who's a little bit deeper than them, who's got more lineup configurations to throw at you, who has home court advantage. I think when you're talking about all this, I came into this postseason thinking the Suns were like a little overvalued. That's why I had the Clippers plus two and a half games. I had them doing a series a little bit. 
Kawhi Leonard's injury threw that out the window. But even watching that series, I don't find any reason to come off of my priors that I, I think the Suns are being overvalued by the betting market. It's yeah. the schedule, too. I mean, with the exception yep. of game two, game three, with the gap there, every it's every other night. Yeah. And if you're playing 40 minutes and at, with no depth, that could come back to get them. Uh, what do you think tonight? Golden State laying seven. Can they finish off the Kings? And the Grizzlies cannot win a road game when they're underdogs. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the stat that I know that you guys and everybody else talked about, 0-18 straight up, 2-16 against the spread as yep. a uh, road underdog for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, so I've got some future implications for both of these. i got a series bet on the Los Angeles Lakers, and I've got some pretty good Western Conference numbers on, on the Golden State Warriors, so I'll be pulling for both of those. But I think for both, Paul, like, so for Memphis and L.A., I think going under is the way to go. I did bet a little at under 219 for this game. I think we're at like 218.5 right now for the uh, consensus market. Uh, when you look at this, you know, the, the pace has been fine. We're averaging like 99 point possessions per game. And both teams are actually running quite a bit. The transition has been up there in the top 10, both of them in the playoffs in terms of transition frequency on offense. But they haven't been efficient. And like this kind of speaks to these two teams matching up with each other somewhat well defensively. Like they can guard each other very well. And both are very inconsistent, inconsistent shooting teams, right? I mean, the Lakers they shot like 36% from three when they came into the postseason with their new lineup, and they didn't really take a lot. So you kind of figured they'd be hit or miss. And the Grizzlies were a, a mid-20s shooting team. And even with Luke Kennard back, you're still pretty hit or miss because everybody else outside of him and Desmond Bain aren't consistent shooters. Mm -hmm. So now you take that on the road for the Grizzlies. And I think you expect, as we've seen, role players take a step back when you're talking about going on the road. And if we're expecting kind of the similar outcome that we've seen in terms of these games, I think you're going to get this to be a little bit more half-court oriented, especially as you get down the stretch. If the Grizzlies are in a tight game, they want to slow that thing down because each possession is going to matter. And I think this thing's going to be a good bet under. So again, I bet under 219. I think that's where the market's headed. But that's what I thought for that. And I have to say, too, for the other game, one of the things that I got to come around more on is like situations and spots, right? Like Memphis was a really good situation. You're on the brink of elimination. You come back home, right. take care of business against Grizzlies. I don't think we should underestimate this situation for the Golden State Warriors. Coming back home, exercising the road demons, now you get to eliminate the Sacramento Kings and their injured point guard in front of your home fans where you've been very, very good throughout the entire regular season and did well in the postseason, those two games against Sacramento. I think this is one where if you want to come in and bet the Warriors are the first half or for the game, I wouldn't say no to it because I think it's going to be a pretty charged spot and I think the Kings are going to be on their way out because De'Aaron Fox did not look healthy down the stretch of that game. Missing a lot of shots, his efficiency was off. And I think that makes a massive difference. All right, so you think both home teams win tonight, or are you a little sketchy here in the Lakers? Uh, I, I think that both should win. I, I would be like, okay. if you're asking me for the actual prediction, I'd say yes. Now I'm in the other one. They better win the Lakers because I got this. I got I got this series thing that I want to get home. But uh, especially when you had a three-one lead, and now you're back at home to close this thing out. You're like you should not lose this and force a game seven. Oh, uh, JVT, yeah. they they do not want to lose nope. this game tonight. No. No, they, they, they do they, not. not. I don't like their chance at all to go back to Memphis and win a game seven. No, not at all. I mean, and like, trust me, it's not, you know, you're not a team like the Warriors. Like you you can't go out there, you know, dance to whoop that trick after you get blown out, then come back home and close it out with confidence. Like they, they played you really tight in your last home game in LA. It took LeBron taking over at the end of regulation and at overtime for you to barely get out of that game. So you need to grab this one because back in Memphis, I don't like their chances at all. Yep. Same here. All right, pal. Uh, good luck tonight. Enjoy the games. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Follow him on Twitter. He is at me, JVT. Podcast is called Hardwood Handicappers. Does an excellent job throughout the entire NBA season. And he writes daily stories on the games in the NBA at vsin.com. We'll get more into the games coming up next. The player props, his three-pointers tonight. Four and a half. Man, is that a big number. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action, future events as well. In addition to today's action, every game, vsin.com. From a player prop standpoint tonight in the NBA, Kings Warriors, you got to love this game, starts at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific Clay Thompson. Oh, 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 what a disaster. You've lived there. The traffic in San Francisco. Oh, very manageable. Five o'clock. Not a big deal at all. Oh, man. And you you didn't have warning either because you didn't know what was going to happen with the other games Wednesday. So you got a five o'clock Friday night tip in the Bay Area. Good luck. When I first moved out there, the first football season that I lived in San Francisco, I lived in the East Bay. Because if you don't have like a tech startup to your name, you're probably not going to be living in the city. So they were playing the Vikings in a preseason game, the first one of the year, 16 miles from my house, 16 miles to get to at the time it was candlestick, right? Yeah, sure. I'll make this drive. I got there at halftime. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh man. That's bad. Hey, it's bad. Anyway, uh, Curry and Thompson, their three point prop tonight. Each of them, four and a half. Curry is minus 135. Clay Thompson's four and a half. That's the one that stood out to me. Like, Clay Thompson's four and mm-hmm. a half. In this series, made threes by Clay. Five, four, three, five, and five going back. And he has been a sniper going all the way back to like March, hitting five or six a game. I cooled on that one. Curry, minus 135 to go over, hasn't been so hot. And he's, t- you know, it's, it's Steph Curry. So he's taking 12, 14 threes a game. The volume's going to be there. But he's all over the map. Map two, five, six, three, six again with him. But the the perils. Trust me on this one too. The perils of betting under on Steph Curry. Oh yeah, can drive you up a wall. Thirty one and a half. My God. Well, he scored thirty two tonight. I'm going to go back to the well. Uh, largest lead under seventeen and a half points in this game, and I expect Golden State to win, but the Kings to hang around. And but again, the supporting cast. You know, Murray was great in the first half and then no opportunities in the last game. Hurt has been a disaster. Hurt a 3 of 21 from 3 in the series. I got a question, Mike Uh, Brown, on that. I need more more Murray. That's right. Guy's been really, really good now for at least a couple of games. There's no reason why he's not in there in bigger spots. And some great moments out of Monk and uh, a stinker, too. But now I want to see how this team reacts after the 2-0 lead 
and now your season's on the line and you know you let one get away as now your trick because definitely, I mean, game three, it's right there for you. You're up two nothing. They don't in green suspended. And then you got housed. So we'll see how they respond here coming up with the season on the line, which uh, I don't know about the total. I mean, you want to look at the over because the frenetic pace and especially what's transpired in the last two games. But, you know, if, if, if they're, if they're going to lose uh, four in a row here and the season's going to end and could they wave the white flag if they're down 12 in the, you know what I'm saying? It could be like the, well, the, yeah. the Cavaliers Knicks finished the other night. That's right. I mean, the Cavs didn't even try it. They, they didn't, no didn't even try. Nothing. Zero. It's like, knew that's it. All right, go home. We had a great season. We'll talk to you next year. Do you agree with what uh, Jonathan Von Tobel said 10 minutes ago? Fox looked a little banged up near the end of the game. Wasn't exactly efficient down the stretch, and that the injury was really bothering him. I think that kind of jumped off the TV a little bit as well. His prop, okay. prop tonight's 26 and a half. Monk is 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabonis is too high. I, I, that's, I thought Sabonis and Monk, both of those players, too high tonight. Yep. Yep. So it's right there for the champs. 33 and 8 at home. And I think they will beat the Lakers, whoever they play, Lakers or Grizzlies. Changed my mind on that. Just because, it, it, listen, the guy's human. 38 years old and, and 20 years in the league. You see the toll that this takes on LeBron. And he doesn't have a lot in the tank after he was so good in game four that he didn't have much in game five. And in what was he, five or 17, whatever he was shooting. So I think you get a big performance out of LeBron. But again, once you get to the next round, and if they survive tonight, uh, you're playing every other night. 20, and, 26 and a half tonight. For yeah, him. yeah. So I do like that Ham said with his coaches in the meeting, they looked at maybe mistakes. Certainly a lot of people think mistakes. But the best way to juggle and find the right rotation and put the right guys on the floor, because that was horrendous. What Ham did. That's a one-point game, and what are you doing? AD comes out, and you got Brown on the floor, and some of the moves he was given Gabriel minutes early on. Yeah. So he's made a lot of mistakes here. But you got to – what does Pat Riley say? Trust – we hit a great line. Trust's eight, play seven. But you got to be careful here if you're Ham about who you put on the floor here with a chance to, to knock off Memphis. And maybe it's just that easy that this team was a disaster on the road. And this uh, 20, 20, I guess. 20, what? Come, it's ridiculous. You've lost 24, 25 straight games when you're a road underdog. They were 16 and 25 during the regular season. And the Lakers got them uh, both games in Los Angeles. And game three wasn't it? Which, that, I can point to that game, I think, too. I mean, Memphis w- walked into a buzzsaw in game three and had no idea. That building was on fire. Terrific atmosphere. All over Brooks, the villain. Couldn't wait to get it. The L.A. fans were fantastic. Well, I'm sure it's going to so be the same, gonna be thing, the same thing today. And I want to see how Memphis... And then you have this. I mean, no team runs their mouths like Memphis. They never won a damn thing. And now Bain says, we'll see you back for Game 7 in front of the greatest fans in the world, and we're going to get a W. Okay, okay so B- Bain's prop tonight is 24 and a half. Well, he's been great. And it's juiced he, I trust over him. minus 125. So, Paul, he's taken 50 shots in the last two games <laughs> and 21 threes because somebody has to, right? He's also exploded for a combined 69 points. He had 36 in Game 4, 33 the other night. Before that, though, it was 18, 17, and 22. But the shots have gone up, like, big time for him. If the shots are going to be there tonight, like, I, if the Lakers give him open threes, and let me see here, 4 of 9, 3 of 12, so that wasn't a great shooting night, but he still had 36. Uh, if he has the open threes, like, I, I, just, I have a lot of faith in that guy knocking him down. But 24-and-a-half with the yeah. player prop, and John Morant is 28-and-a-half tonight. He was outrageously good in that game where they were getting blown out. It was 35-9 in the first quarter. It was all Morant after that. He's got to be careful, though. If he goes off, I mean, you, you, you're running the risk of not getting the others involved. That's the one problem they have, although he was fantastic. But uh, uh, it, it's got to be all about AD, though, too. I mean, AD's 24-and-a-half. AD has to dominate. Again, you don't have size down low. Imagine the scenario if Jackson gets in foul trouble. Tinfoil hat guy will be checking in tonight and during the game with the uh, check out the foul disparity. Uh, but this is, uh, yep. But Sir AD has got to beat him up and AD has got to got to come up big here. This is, you don't have Clark. You don't have Adams. It's got to be all about AD. And, and, you know, Reeves, Hachimura, Russell, guys that were so good in game one and guys that have had their moments. This is it. You got to have it. You're right. You cannot. It's not splitting the atom here. You can't go back to Memphis for game seven. Well, and this you is can't the game, do it. Yeah, this is the game at home where you would expect those others to play better. 
guys yes. play well. And I'm not going to say go back to what they were like in game one. But you know what, Hachimura, can you go for 15 tonight? I'd say maybe he can. And I yeah, I think LeBron should bounce back, too, after what happened in game uh, five. So you, you just said that you would like the Warriors at this point yeah. over the Lakers if that's the series. Oh, he's an old man at this point. Do you – so? Are we going to get a rematch of last year? Are we trending that not. way? I hope not, but uh, that's certainly in play. Uh, Denver, Golden State, Suns, Golden State would be interesting, but I just think it's going to be the Lakers are good, but it, the, the schedule is going to be tough. And not to, it's all, there's always something with AD. Always, oh, he's always game. nicked. Oh my, doesn't side. matter. Oh my knee. Oh my ankle. I mean, yep. it's oh my aching at. Right. Uh, Booker's player prop against Denver in game one, 30 and a half with how on fire this dude has been right. going back now. I mean, he was just marvelous against the Clippers. Durant is 27 and a half. Uh, it feels to me like Joker is so unpredictable because is he going to get everybody else involved and have 15 assists and shoot eight times? Or is he going to go out there from the jump and say, you know what, I need to score 45 tonight? I see both sides of this if you want to make an argument uh, that Yes, the Durant's only lost one game since Thanksgiving weekend. Other people can point out to the competition as well. But then you have the one seed who for only the fifth time is a dog in the second round. And again, all the minutes and no bench. So you asked me earlier about would Katie and Joker cancel themselves out? And then you compare, what, what would, yeah. can I get Bubble Murray? Can I can Murray go off? What if Murray is oh, plays well? And then you, to me, then it comes down to Porter. Because I don't know about Chris Paul. But Porter's a guy that can win you a game. Porter can go off and score 20 points. No, he can. So that, and, and I'll tell you, there's two props. I, Denver plus a game and a half is minus 150, and the over five and a half games is $2. Someone's going to win in five? I, I, I can't see it. I, 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 I can't see it. I can't see the Suns winning in five. Right. And with no bench, you can't count on these other guys. So the, if I'm Denver, I, I, I know their pace is near, I'd push. I would push and go oh, up tempo. The, the Nuggets have. Home court in a seven-game series with altitude, and they're catching a game and a half. You got to lay fifty cents. I, yeah, if the Suns get you in six. So be it. They, they, right? The Suns got me a couple of times against the Clippers. They did. I just I don't right. I don't think this is going to continue yeah. throughout the entire playoffs. Jimmy Butler is thirty and a half. Does this continue? No. Is this a, no? It doesn't. That's a it's incredible run. It's a map. Look at the total in the game. I know. Against a Tom Thibodeau coach team. Who else you to trust, though? Tom, I mean, Tom just... Thibodeau is Red Arbuck compared to yeah. Mike Budenholzer. So, well, certainly uh, Holiday had no answer, though. I mean, what Butler's yeah. able to do. We will recap the stunning turn of events in the hour leading up to the draft last night, coming up next here on VSIN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the playoffs, all customers can get a no-sweat bet on any NBA same-game parlay when you opt in. Use the code VEASAN when you sign up. Code VEASAN, got to be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. On Twitter, at VEASAN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Pauly Howard. This is a tweet from uh, the Palm Readers. The Stroud subterfuge will go down in history, and probably more of that to come since it worked out so well. We always call, like, March and April, it's line season because these teams try to send out smoke Uh screens. And, And by the way, like, what was it like five years ago? I honestly, I don't even recall that. I remember Baker Mayfield getting steamed that day but I don't, it's not like top of mind. I don't remember watching the odd screen all day long like last night. I mean, that was what took place in the hour or 90 minutes leading up to the draft was remarkable yesterday. And it was spot on. So that, the, I want to sit here and tell you that trusting the draft day steam is the way to go. But I don't that think that's exactly accurate because, yes, Stroud got there. And he went to minus 2,500 to go second overall. But look at what happened at number four. Will Levis was minus 650 an hour before the draft. He's, he's still in the room waiting to get picked. And Jalen Carter got to minus $4 or higher to go number five. It was a foregone conclusion. Like he's going to, everybody in the world saying he's going fifth. 
except for one guy, mm-hmm. Rob Stanton, who came on VEASAN multiple times and said, I will own it if I'm wrong, but the Seahawks are not taking Jalen Carter. And boy, oh boy, was he right with that. And so he eventually went over his player prop at six and a half. But I, I just... Ah, yeah. It's all garbage. It's a lot of... I mean, the, the, the Ian Rappaport tweet about the Texans got their guy all along with Stroud. Cut it out. That's a lie. That, that, there's no way that's accurate. You know, the owner got involved, but the other thing was that the, they were hot and heavy on defensive players. I trust Lance Zerline, and uh, and even there was a report there was a, a beef there, not a but the, the good discussion about I want Levis and I or the other yeah. right. So so cut that out. He was the guy all along. Yeah, that, that's, no, that's, no one no one can keep a secret like that, and there's no way it's true because the market's been crazy, and the guy was four to one to go second. Uh, Right, he was 24, not, 48 hours ago. He, he he is the definition of Captain Obvious, by the way. Yeah. If you pay attention, neither up on the, he never says anything. Well, that's just a stupid so, tweet. There's it, just no way that's accurate. Yeah, it's not, it's not at all. So I think we're going to find out probably today, and hell, it might be out there already, and I just haven't seen it because we're live on the air. I, I think the, the idea of ownership getting involved, again, in the 25th hour, right, I think that that's a real possibility here. And the, the smoke that I, I think actually was real the titans moving up from 11 to 3 maybe the colts trying to move up as well to three so all three of those teams i think that's kind of the the big point of this too is that they're all in the afc south and they all maybe wanted the same quarterback and that was cj stroud so they didn't want to take a chance and once they found out like yeah this might this might be something here where it could be one of those two teams moving to three don't want to do it so well, let's take him, and then we'll move up to three and take Will Anderson. Well, moving forward, now it's what's it going to be like with uh, social media and like you know the Reddit post, yeah, right, and everything. You know, forty hours. The guy went from forty to one to four to one to go number one overall. Two days later, he's not even drafted in the first round. Yeah, and then the the four and a, you know under four and a half minus six dollars, incredible. But you know the the Reddit post happened and saying okay, why not take a shot here? But the other stuff was what transpired on the weekend. Right before the uh, two days before the Reddit post, where it was just an avalanche of of uh, respected respected money moving the market, and and that Levis was going to go too, and the, the favorite to go to at numerous books, and here plus four fifty to minus one forty, and minus one sixty at other books. Well, he was how high did he get to go under four right. and a half minus five dollars? Yeah, and that very okay. same day when I'm looking at all these apps Saturday, getting excited. Wilson is the favorite at almost every place to go second, and then whoops, everything flips, and then Levis becomes the favorite uh-huh. to go second. And, and none then, of it was right. Yeah, and then you got a guy with a toe, toe concerns that no one knew about. He says he's fine, and then the stuff with uh, the concerns about Wilson, which it still worked out for him. He went top ten, but then that also uh, hurt him, and then a, a bit of a mini slide. Yeah. So none of it was accurate about Will Levis. Not a single thing. How about the analytics? How about the ESPN analytics? Did you see that? 0.1% to not go in the first round. I mean, it just they get beat up for what happened with that, too. What do you mean he's 0.1% not yeah, to go? How, how do you make where that do you, number? Where do you get these numbers yeah, from? Yeah, of course. Right. It's, it's that's, okay. Um, <laughs> not only that, so none of that was accurate about him. And then for two weeks, it was all anti-CJ Stroud. All of it. None of it was true. None, none of it turned out to well, be true yeah, anyway. Right, right. Put him up of the blackboard, or disaster. The test, disaster. All the concerns about him. Could is he that, be the third, that, third, the third quarterback to go? The Richardson stuff. Oh, watch out. The big slide here. Oh, his. Come with Richardson. He's going to slide and goes fourth. Well, I think it was a mistake. Anyways, he goes fourth. Yeah, for those of you who missed that, by the way, Anthony Richardson, his positional prop was four and a half. It got as high as, what, minus $4? Maybe even a little bit higher than that? To go over. And then DraftKings actually moved him from four and a half to seven and a half. And then they came back yesterday, I think it was, and put him back at four and a half. And then it was basically a pick em. And then they took him over Will Levis to kind of shock the world, I think, mm-hmm. for people who didn't see that one coming. Again, Levis, before the draft started, two minutes before the event started, I made notes of all this stuff. He was minus 650 to go fourth overall. Carter oh, was at least minus four dollars. Staggering. Witherspoon was thirteen to one to go fifth, and Paris Johnson was thirty to one to go sixth overall. Do you blame agents at all? Bad advice, or maybe not doing their homework. 
that you know four guys were invited, and then four are still sitting there on the board as round two starts yeah, later today. That's kind of a bad look. I mean the lev. I mean that's the Carter stuff was well documented. That's it. Shut it down. Eagles told me uh, if I'm there at ten, I'm the pick. No more workouts. Forget it. Yep. No more. No, I'm not meeting in many more meetings after if you're outside the top ten. Mm-hmm. I mean that was, but it's it's bizarre. He's supposed to go top five and doesn't even go. And he says the toe's fine. And that he's mayor. Another surprise. Fine. He was supposed to be the first tight end going. Didn't happen. Still up there. Uh, Branch, another one. Uh, Porter, another one. Porter was 19 and a half. There's a right. Or 18 and a half, depending okay. on which book you're at. Right. And so he's still on the board like you talked about. Uh, yeah, I'm sub- only one tight end. Under two tight ends at DraftKings was almost three to one. I thought for sure. Well, first of all, I thought Kincaid, his prop was 25 and a half. I cannot believe the sweat that that turned into. Mm-hmm. I thought Kincaid was going to be gone by like 16 to the Right. To the commanders. Right. I thought the Jets maybe would take him. I thought the Packers were going to take him. Okay. But yeah, no, same old, same old. Boy, the Packers, Packers did, did it again. They just they do not value <laughs> receivers or tight ends at all, do they? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's been going on for 20 years. Yeah. Well, who had this? Two running backs were selected before the first wide receiver. Not a single human being. What that? I, I, the Lions, that was a befuddling move to me. Which one? Well. Come on. You take Campbell at 18? Why did you take Gibbs at 12? And, and why did you just take Robinson at six? Yeah, the whole night. Like, you could have had Robinson at six and then gotten a great player at 18 and said you'd, you make the move, and then Gibbs is a guy at 12? I like Gibbs. Uh, hopefully it works out for the team. I know Bijan is, like, the highest-rated running back to come out of the draft in half a decade. Uh-huh. Well, people didn't like that pick either. Like, come on, Atlanta. Like, they never will. Great running game. Pe- had, uh, people will never like running backs going high in the uh-huh. draft. Well, yeah, and also what the, they had in place. And I, I do think that people also need to like get it, get the whole idea that Bijan's going to be like this workhorse back and have thirty carries a game. That you can't think that about him, because what if he like he's a he's a slot receiver type. So if if this guy is Austin Eckler, okay, how good of a weapon is that? Like, if you can have a running back that gives you, I'm just going to say, a 1,000 yards rushing with six or seven touchdowns, but he catches 75 balls, that's not a game-changer to you? Maybe it is. Yep. Other observations? Uh, I don't know what the Bears are doing. Neither do I. The Texans got fleeced with the trade with Arizona. Agreed. And I I don't understand the, the Bears' trade and what the Bears did. To go right there at 10 and you don't take the Northwestern kid and then... The trade was for, you move, what was it, fourth round pick? Fourth round pick for is what one? was thrown in to move up. Okay. I would have made the Eagles earn it way more than that. Yeah. Be, because you could have, right? I mean, you knew that they wanted Jalen Carter. Well, the talk was two months ago when you had the number one overall pick, the Bears thought Jalen Carter was like the guy for them. So there he is on the board. Take the number one guy that's on the board for you. No. Eagles, you want him? Okay, come on up. Oh, fourth round pick, sure. We'll agree to that. What? The, the, Raiders, the Raiders were in a tough spot. You, you can't go Carter because of the off-the-field stuff. You've had so many guys arrested. Man. You, you couldn't do it. And I, I, I see that. That was tough. He might be a great player, but you just had rugs and Ar- Arnett and uh, so many off-the-field issues. We also have four elimination games in the NHL playoffs tonight. We're talking about massive, massive games on the board. We'll talk about them coming up here on VEASAN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSEN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, date, and more. For pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now. 999VSEN.com slash subscribe. Paul, for those in the audience who don't know, uh, you did play goalie at an elite level in high school. Um, Can you put yourself in the shoes of uh, Linus Allmark tonight for the Bruins? They're on the road against the Panthers. They're laying a huge number here. Uh, A little shaky at times in this series. What do you think he's going through mentally right now getting ready for this game? And and the defense. I think he's uh, ready to go, and he's been stewing for two days after that horrific goal. He gave up uh, in overtime that cost his team the game and maybe the series. Now, I think he bounces back. Okay. We'll see if the All team right. bounces back. Yep. I'm sure he's pissed off. Uh, you just, you can't do st- stuff like that. And then, not to mention it's Kachuk who scores after he was going to fight him in the previous game. So they're trying to close it out. The home team is 1-4 and four straight up in the series. The team that scores first has won all five games. And we've always, it's been high scoring which surprises me, but for whatever reason, again, the Panthers give this team problems, and the Panthers have been able to light the lamp against this team, like none other. No one else has been able to do what what, what, this, what has happened against Boston here. Mm-hmm. So I, it doesn't make any sense. But I think he bounces back. Uh, we'll see what the Bruins are made of here uh, as well. The first periods usually have been low scoring, and then all hell breaks loose, especially in the third period. So be careful with the total, but first first goal is going to be huge in these early games. More on that coming up, uh, well, I but wanna, I, I think he bounces back. I want to throw this at you. We had uh, breakfast yesterday with Irv mm-hmm. from the East Coast, who is a lifelong Boston Bruins fan. Yep. And he pointed out, and he's adamant about these. Like, you can go and look. You can ask any Bruins fan. They'll tell you they don't win big games at home. Go back and look. It's, yeah. You can trust this team on the road more yeah. than you can. And he said, if they don't win tonight, I don't like their chances in the Game 7. Wow. Lifelong Bruins well, fan, I'm just the messenger here. Well, it's the same thing with Toronto. I mean, if, if that goes 7, all the pressure in the world is, first of all, it's, it was on Boston to begin with. But if they lose tonight, yeah. you, got, you set the record for points and wins, and you have to go 7 in the first round? And the same thing with Toronto. Are you really going to blow a 3-1 lead? 
Well, <laughs> you're asking the wrong team. And you haven't, yeah, you haven't, you're going to lose 13 in a row with a chance to clinch a series? And you haven't won a playoff series in 19 years? Come no, on. They, they can't. And you're going against Vasilevsky? This, this cannot happen again. No. So, anyways, the Bruins, $1.80, six at William Hill and Caesars, six and a half at DraftKings with the total. Islanders, Hurricanes, same thing. The team that scores first is 5-0. and oh. The home road splits and the playoffs going back on Carolina are staggering. Great at home, lousy on the road, although they won the last game in New York. Same thing with Ranta. Great at home, lousy on the road. Don't know what to do with the total. Mm-hmm. Should go under. Five and a half under 140. Other books have five. But there are fives out five. there. Yep. Wow. Yep. So we'll see if the Islanders can force a game seven. This is great. Only one series was short, and that was Vegas. We're going at least six with every yep. other series and might get a bunch of game sevens. Uh, but the Islanders only a dollar twenty at home. They they played well in the last game. But to me, same thing, right? Getting that first goal is enormous because it figures to be a low-scoring game. That's Carolina. Just play, Islanders play like Carolina. The same team looking in the mirror. And if you get that early goal, you can relax. You can also can play your game. And again, but stay out of the box, though. The Islanders are taking a lot of stupid penalties. But that tweet we referenced earlier that they put up on the broadcast, this is a team that's been to a conference final. And they finally had the lead for the first time in 25 games, playoff games, at the end of the first period? That's nuts. So, okay, so first goal is enormous in both games to start with the early games. I want to run this by you. There are two teams that are playing tonight that I'm considering, well, that are, that are playing in a very important, like, game six, their next game, that I'm, I'm pondering a, a series bet on them. One would be Tampa Bay. They are plus 330 to win the series. Again, if they win the next game, oh, the pressure is going to be all on Toronto. Forget about it. And the other team would be Memphis against the Lakers. And now I'm, I'm saying this because I have a nice ticket from back on January 6th on the Lakers to win the West at 47-1. to I'm just afraid that if they lose this game tonight, I, I don't trust the Lakers to go to Memphis and win that game in a game seven. Yeah. So, well, you know, the pressure's already on Toronto. Oh, of Tampa's, course it is. Tampa's won two, won two titles, and they went to the finals last year. I mean, it's like, okay, well, it happens. It caught up with us. Whoop-de-doo. So be it. What if the Bruins yeah. are tight tonight? Yeah. The, the, the Panthers are 6-1 to one to win the series right now. Yeah. Plus $6. I'm surprised how much success they've had on offense since game one. Game one was great. That was their game. Shut them down, win 3-1. But uh, some of this you can't handicap. They call so many damn penalties. It's I, I don't know who's going to have success on the power play and who's how many penalties are going to call and who's going to take a stupid one. Yep. You know, goes back to game one, Edmonton, L.A. decided the game. What are you doing? You cross check someone right in front of the official with two sure. minutes left in the face, and then they don't call the high and, sticking, and, they, and then they miss the high sticking when they're the, when they're right there and it happens the right in game. front of them. Absolutely, right. Well, it's happened more than then. It was it's been two or three games so far. Right. I don't know. Uh, Carolina twenty and three when they get a power play goal as well. Just everything I'm talking about. Boston thirty three three and three. Power play goal and 3 0 1 to the over the last four games in that series. Wild, a dollar 15, five and a half against the Stars. Here's a team that, again, has been frustrated, coaching staff and players, by the officiating. And they, they don't know, they, they come unglued with the penalties and the five minute major that started the last game. Yeah, that's never so, a good sign, by the way. No. When you see the frustration and being like a body language guy, no, that I don't affects them. I don't trust it. Yeah. I, I would say under again in this game, under five and a half, minus 130. Although you got to be careful in elimination games because if the team that's down in the series, an elimination game, the goalie comes out early and he oh, yeah. stays out. Yeah. So be careful with that. The other thing Could is... Could be an in-play uh, wagering thing too. Tonight. Yes, it is. I totally disagree with what Jones said with Eddie Olchek on the last game. He would make a goalie change. You know way you put Flurry in there. You didn't score. Well, it's not Gustafson's fault. You can't do it. No. Okay. Uh, Colorado a dollar sixty on the road total of six in Seattle. The under is four and one in the series. So since the eruption and the great performance in the six goal game by Colorado, Seattle has shut them down. And I think Seattle's going to win tonight and win the series. It's too big of a price. Yes, it is. It's too much to overcome. It's it's the must win scenario. Priced in with Colorado. Don't You're you, on the road here. Yeah. Don't don't you feel like this number is going to change throughout the day? So if you want to bet the Kraken, you need to do it like right now. Or am I wrong with that? 
could this be the other way? And people are going to say it's a must-win game for the champs. There's no way they're going to lose. They'll bet this. And I get yeah. it. There's not a lot of public money on the NHL compared to like sharp money. But this is for a team that has been the better side in the series. They're at home and they're catching plus 135 or plus 140. Uh, that's a big number, man. Uh-huh. I, I just, the, the abs are not in great shape. And you look at nope. the series, the series price. Yeah, they're up three games to two. They're minus 170, the Kraken. Yet at home, they're plus 140 tonight. But that, that, that to me is, it's almost fishy to where it makes me want to stay off of it. Yeah, I go under six and uh, with the under streak that they're on. All right, bad job by the NHL. There's three games Saturday. They're at four Pacific, five Pacific, and seven Pacific. <laughs> Maple Leafs, dollar ten, six and a half. Vasilevsky in a big game? Absolutely. Sign me up. I think I'd rather take the, the, the lightning on the series price. Okay. Better, better yet. Better yet. Can you imagine that atmosphere in game? Actually, you want to talk about everyone sitting on their hands. Yeah. Bunch of nervous Nellies in Toronto if it goes seven. And I'd, then, say, I'd say, you know what, bet them both. Split up the unit size. And this is easy. To me, this is easy. If they get you, fine. You take the devils in the under Saturday night. They can't solve this Schmidt kid. He comes up with the shutout now? Four nothing? Do you recall the early goal? What were the Rangers to win the series after they were up two nothing? Six six something? Seven dollars? And now the Devils are minus three twenty. Yeah. Well, who made come on? You put the third string rookie goalie in there to save your season down 0-2, and you don't have home ice and you're going to the garden for a raucous environment. No problem. We've yeah. outscored them nine two since. What, what do you what would your reaction have been if I would have looked you in the face and said, you know what, I think this kid's gonna outplay Igor the rest of the series? Drug test. You, you would have said, okay, Absolutely. here's the cup. Go ahead, take it, pee in this right now. You, yeah. You're an absolute idiot. Yep. And that I can't believe that's been the case here. Right. Rangers $1.25 at home, five and a half under one twenty-five. No way I want the over. No way. Give me the under, and I and I trust the Devils. And, and the Rangers are just flustered here and can't do anything offensively, especially they couldn't generate any opportunities in the game four. Yep. Edmonton's a dollar seventy in Los Angeles in the late game. A lot of time off between the, the right, yeah. but that's they saved their season when they were down three nothing, and it's been a different team since then. They've been great. You want to lay dollar seventy? But I don't. And no, I don't. But also, what's a to- six and a half? Yeah. I think it's got to be. Now I, I, I don't. I don't recognize this Edmonton team though. What's your best bet then? So, An under under Saturday night in the Devil game. Okay. And I lean and I like under in the Stars game. We'll talk to Matt Humans coming up next. He was doing mock drafts here on the network. Does him every single year is very good. His biggest takeaways from last night, and if he has seen anything that he likes betting tonight for the draft. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 